Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. I'm super excited. We're on our second episode of the Harmony Triads, and we're going to go ahead and get to it. Let's go intro. the Enneagram? Are you serious about growing and being liberated? Do you love to learn and grow in a safe community? Well, my Kaizen Community Enneagram program is perfect for you. I teach 12 weekly classes on Thursday night. I am only taking around 15 people. I would rattle off more details and all the benefits, but I'm pretty sure you would rather read them and get back to this episode. So simply go to kaizen-enneagram-community.mn.co or check out the show notes or find the IG page bio with the link tree or go to kaizencareers.com to find out more information. Learn and grow in safe community with others who love the Enneagram. Sign up while spots are still available. Hope to see you there. All right, what are the Harmony Triads? This episode is for the 2, 5, and 8, but I'm going to explain a little bit what the Harmony Triads are. The Harmony Triads, if I'm not mistaken, derives from some work from Dr. David Daniels that has to do with the connection with emotional regulation. And what I'm going to be teaching here is going to come from a teaching that I learned from Marion Gilbert, who learned it from Helen Palmer, and a guy who was an Aikido martial artist expert. I don't know what they call themselves in martial arts at the highest level, but this person was one of them. So the Harmony Triads connects the numbers who don't have a line to a certain center. If you look on the Enneagram, you'll see that there are some numbers that have lines to all the centers that connect them. But there are certain numbers who are just missing some of those connections to those other centers. The Harmony Triads really helps to create harmony by connecting all of the different types to some different type in another center with another way that's a triad. It's a triangle. For instance, twos, fives, sevens, and fours all are missing a connection to a certain center. If you look at the lines, they may have wings there connecting right next to some of them, but they don't have a direct line. And so the line really helps to create some harmony that we're talking about here. The triads really help to bring something that is holistic to these types. And just like the title says, it helps to bring harmony within the types because it means that something is missing within the type that actually will help that type have harmony within itself. Harmony is so valuable and helpful to us because it gets us back to the life force. The life force is a term used to describe the essential energy of the entity that created us. So each one of our types does have something that hinders us from being able to connect fully with the life force. And so the life force, some people may call it the universe, some people may call it essence, and some people call it God, different things. But what we're talking about here is being able to tap into how we were deeply woven and created. 
This is the life force that when we speak of life force in this sense is what we're talking about. The Harmony Triad has had different ways that different things have been applied to it to actually see what comes from it. So I'm going to use two different standpoints, and they may not be the ones that you have heard before. If you've heard of other ways the Harmony Triad has been used, but I think this one is really effective. I mean, it's one that I have learned from Marion Gilbert, and I think it speaks really well to not just our head, but also our somatic body feelings that we have. In this episode, like I said, we're talking about the two, fives, and eights. With the life force, there's three aspects to the life force. There's flow, blend, and power. And the triad, which two, fives, and eight find themselves struggling with is power. Part of that, I'm going to go into a little bit later, but another thing that they struggle with is actually having full aliveness, like being fully alive. And what does that mean for these types, two, fives, and eights? And I'll explain that a little bit as well. But just note that those ones are key. And when we talk about life force, we're talking about energy that helps us to truly live life, okay? We're talking about energy that flows through us somatically in the ways that we feel life, but also in other ways. So we're talking about that. If you already know the language, you're like, yeah, I get what you're saying. If you haven't before, like I said, this is more of an intermediate type teaching for the Enneagram. So if you're not here yet, you may want to check episodes out prior to, but this is a little bit more intermediate to a certain degree, but it's still relatable for sure. We're going to start off with the type two. So the life force has power to it. And and this is all connected to life force slash Aikido. And so you would have to do a little bit of research to understand what they mean by being able to use wisely and to be able to connect with the life force of power, not trying to overdo it, not trying to underdo it, but being with it in the present moment. And so these types two, five, and eight all have a central kind of issue with the life force power. They're trying to do something with it. And a lot of times our type structure is trying to manipulate the life force to get what it wants out of it or to feel like it can do what it needs to do to operate as a ego or as a personality structure. For the type two, it is doing a lot of manipulation around the heart space and the heart center. So there's a lot of different areas of power when it comes to this part of themselves. When it comes to the life force, twos really overpower the heart center, allowing how they feel to dictate what they do and think. This is a really tricky space. It also leads to an underpowered thinking center and a stressed out body center. This kind of leaves twos trying to manifest, create, and will certain outcomes in life. These outcomes usually include people for sure. This can come in the form of emotional manipulation and a giving-to-get mentality that's not always apparent on the surface. The lack of power in the body and head center also leads to downsides such as not having healthy boundaries and not knowing how to express themselves firmly without tearing a person down. Because this is one of the tricky parts about twos when they start to do their growth. And it's part of the process. When they start to develop those boundaries and they start to like really get in touch with more power that they actually do have, sometimes it comes out way stronger than they may have meant to because it hasn't been utilized in a way, right? And just comes out in force. And twos, they notice a lot of things in detail so they can really come at a person. But they also have a lot of repressed things that they have. So sometimes it just comes out really strong. And before you know it, they've tried to set a healthy boundary but they hurt someone in the meantime, not even trying, just because it's like, this is a whole new thing. I'm not used to this, you know, really having those super firm boundaries. Or they come out where there's certain twos where it's just way too strong. It's like literally hurting people left and right. They really have to watch that. And so the underpowered head center is very key for the two because without the right life force power, their personal decisions are overly attached to others. The personal decisions that they need to be able to make that will make sure that they're honored is all wrapped into someone else, some group else, something else. And it's not purely making sure that it honors them within the decision as well. So that's very important. 
Along with that, being fully alive, which is that second struggle here, which is another area that the harmony triad helps to bring harmony to the two, it really helps because twos really struggle with loving themselves because they're so fixated on affirming others that they miss the time to actually affirm and love themselves. So this is another part why it's so important because you connected to the five and the eight. Fives know how to take time to be alone. Eights know how to go into the world and have boundaries and to go and do what they want. And fives and eights are two types who are very independent and probably the most independent amongst the Enneagram. So you think about that. That's a harmony that's being helped with the type two. It's me again. And another one of those funny commercials to remind you that the Kaizen Community Enneagram program is having open sessions. I do two cohorts a year. One starts in January, one starts in August. In this program, you will feel heard, seen, and connected. You will leave the program with way more knowledge, a deeper level of growth, and some lifelong friends. To sign up and learn more, go to kaizen-enneagram-community.mn.co or see the show notes or the Instagram bio link tree. All right, back to the episode. Type five. Fives, they overpower the mental center. Pretty sure everyone pretty much knows that if you know the Enneagram. The head has so much going on and it's so full. They tend to connect with the world majorly through their headspace, which is not directly engaging and experiencing life. The overpowered head center makes it very difficult to power the heart and the body center. This is usually more obvious than the other types in the life force power area that they're struggling with. You can usually see it a little bit more. So lacking the power of the heart, fives can usually struggle to connect with others because the five type structure really wants to just mentally connect with people. So sometimes fives will play a game and they'll connect with people by noticing what conversations, noticing what patterns a person does or what they like, and they'll have that conversation with them as a game to connect. They're not really connecting with their hearts. They're just connecting through the mind, kind of like the pass of time to get to the next place they need to get to so they can do something that's mentally, intellectually stimulating. That can be something that fives can do. Sorry, fives, if I'm giving your secret away. But it is something that fives can do, connect on a mental level, which some people will think that something's happening, they're connecting, but in actuality, they're not really connecting. Fives can do that sometimes. Sometimes on purpose, sometimes it's unaware of it. Along with that, when we talk about that second part of the full aliveness, the underpowered body really can be a hindrance to fives because they can struggle to actually engage much in life. They'll think about it, they'll have the best solutions, They'll think about the most efficient way of doing things, but they'll struggle sometimes to really implement them in life. Along with the harmony within these triads that we're talking about, fives can move from disconnection to fully engaging in the world. And if you look at the harmony that this triad provides for the five, you have an eight that's moving into the world. You have a two who's connecting with people in the world, bringing harmony about someone who has a lot of power within their mental center, balancing that power, allowing that power to be in all your centers. Type eight. I think these are super obvious here. Eight's overpowered in the body center. So that leads the heart and the head underpowered for sure. Really taking time to think about things before speaking or doing can be quite a challenge and can cause some sticky situations for people and themselves. Because when the gut says something or says, hey, something needs to be said, something needs to be done right now, then there's a strong urge within the body just to go and do it without really consulting the head and not really consulting the heart. 
So the underpowered heart is why many eights can struggle to connect sometimes with people. Many times there are people that eights can vibe with really well and others who they cannot stand and would rather not connect with them anyway. The issue with this is that that's a divisive force and not of being powered by the life force in the heart space. The underpowered heart cuts people off and writes people off very quickly. Along with that, being fully alive, that second portion of some of the struggle of the type eight, you know, being fully alive, for them it's really moving from invulnerability to vulnerability and noticing the subtleties of life, the softer, smaller, subtle parts of life, not just the big. And it's really about themselves. Noticing all of those things is very important. And so that increases the sensitivity that they have. We talked about arrows in the last series, and we think about the eights naturally having that connection to the two. Let's get into that heart, having a connection to the five. Let's bring harmony back to the mind. So let's create and be present so that you're able to be connected to your head, heart, and body in a way that's empowering of all the sensors, not just one. So as you know, I always like to make sure that if there is something that you could practically do to increase your growth, that it is mentioned in the episode. There are a lot of things you can do to create the environment so that growth can happen or a deeper level of self-awareness can happen. When we're talking about this full aliveness, one of the ways to work with power is one, somatics, meditation, and breathing, first and foremost, because we're talking about a life force energy. I was reading this book and it says something so amazing. It talked about the spiritual is sensate. It was like God is sensate when speaking to us or connecting with us. And I was like, oh, some of my most spiritual moments I've ever had was sensate. Somatic work, meditation, breathing, all those things are going to be pivotal. They seem so simple sometimes, but they are the most important things. And that's the best part about it. One thing is become present with your other centers because you notice if you're a two, five, or eight, one of your centers is working triple time. It is super, super power. So get in touch with them and befriend them. Get used to how does it feel to be in this part of my body? What is going on in this part of my body? Just develop a relationship. It's not going to happen overnight if you're not already been working on it because your type structure has prevented you from. But just learn about it. Grow. Ask questions. Figure out. Get in the body. Head and heart. For twos, when we're talking about being very practical, allow your two to two you two. See yourself and be yourself. Allow your two-ness to work for you. Love, help, protect, and defend yourself just as you would do for people that you love. Because you know twos are amazing when it comes to if someone that they care about needs anything, the two will do their best to create it, to make it, to be there, to cultivate it, whatever it is. Allow that same two-ness in your personality to start to do it for you. Allow the life force power to honor who you are as you move through this world. For the fives, experience your thoughts. Don't get stranded in your mind for too long. Get in your body more and go create connection. Allow your heart to lead every once in a while so that you reach out a little bit more to other people. And then allow your body to help you experience what the world has to offer. Don't let fear disguised as logic stop you from engaging in the world. Type 8. Stop the unstoppable force. 8s can be considered the unstoppable force. A movable object can be type 9s. Stop the unstoppable force. And you are, as an eight, an unstoppable force, but you also had a capacity to stop, to pause for a moment. 
And just notice that you can be impactful without having to be overtly large. You can be so impactful without having to do that. So allow yourself to notice how you are really feeling. Maybe your body needs a rest. Maybe you need to cry. Maybe you need to process something more before moving full steam ahead. Don't allow your overpowered body center to steamroll you and those that you love in your life. Thank you all for listening. That's all I have for this episode. The KSEP program starts the first Thursday in August. You can go to the website. It's a 12-week program. I only take about 15 people. It's a small group. It's very community-based. 12 weeks certification program, going deep, having better conversations around the Enneagram, doing great growth as well. You're definitely welcome to look at that. I invite you to look at it. You can go to kaizen-enneagram-community.mn.co. And that MN stands for Mighty Networks. This is also Instagram inside of the link tree in my bio. And you can also find it on my website at kaizencareers.com as well. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Just remember two fives and eights when you feel you're overpowered in a center, take a breath and do it for the Enneagram. Make a wiser choice. And we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye.